I want to thank you all for joining us this morning. I am Dr. Shonda Garner-Brooks, the CEO of the Family Strong Foundation. The Family Strong Foundation is the organization that uh, presents these calls, and we've been in existence since 2012, working to improve the lives of families in, in and around St. Landry Parish, with our main focus being St. Landry Parish. Go ahead and like to thank uh, go over some call etiquette first. First, go ahead and grab paper and pencil or something to take a note with. We ask that you please reserve all questions until each guest speaker is done. That way the guest gets to convey all the information they need, but you also get your questions and comments heard or addressed. Also like to thank the, the sponsors of the conference call, Jay Landry Evangeline United Way, whose monetary donation ensures that these phone calls will last throughout the pandemic. I predict that New Year's Eve, we will still have to be social distancing. I'm praying otherwise, but I'm planning that way. And thanks to the United Way, as long as we're in this COVID-19 disruption, these phone calls will be here to bring you all the information that we can, as well as just to provide kind of a safe space for you to just come and maybe sometimes just desensitize or get some information that you really need. We'd also like to thank United Healthcare Community Plan. They are the lifeblood that keeps Shonda running, and when Shonda's running, the Family Strong Foundation is running. And in particular, we'd like to thank Ms. Deborah Jones. I don't think Ms. Deborah Jones will ever know, truly know, how impactful her, her interactions with me are, her phone calls, her texts, her emails. Every time I see Deborah Jones' name, uh, whether it's on any of my devices, it just gives me a little tingle. So I really appreciate her. She is my five-hour energy drink. I want to thank everyone who's taking time out of their schedule today to be on this call. Last week, I did not send out the surveys as I had promised, and I'm sorry, but I really just had a lot on my plate last week, and this is call number 20 or 21. I have not ever done that before, but I'm also having to prepare to go back to my other job. I'm a UL instructor and I've got classes that I'm planning for. I also tried to have a little quality getaway time, and unfortunately I just wasn't able to do all that, so please forgive me. I will be sending out surveys by Friday. I will be putting vouchers in the mail on the 15th, which is, I think, Friday, uh, to, to those folks who are in assistance for a little extra food sir, uh, to help stretch. And please forgive the baby has woke up woken up. Um, what I'd like to do now is I would like to just uh, turn the call over. Oh, let me let me first say this. All our calls are recorded. I cut up the audio and I put them up on a podcast. And what has encouraged me is people go back and they listen to the call. So I don't know if it's people who are on the calls. I don't know if you're sharing them. But there's definitely value in the in the recording because I put those, uh, because people download them and I can see how many times that they've been downloaded. 
I'm sorry. Um, and there's nowhere for me to go because we're in the car heading back. Um, and so I, unless I climb in the bed of the truck, and then we'll have a whole other set of issues. So please forgive that. I'd like to turn the call over to Ms. Deborah Jones from United Healthcare Community Plan to just let her give an introduction and to kind of set the tone. We do have some fabulous door prizes that we will be mailing to certain people throughout the call. So stay attentive. Maybe you might get a door prize because you asked the question or made a comment. So you might want to jot some, some notes down so that you have something to comment. Because knowing the lady who holds this call, that's probably how our door prizes will be awarded. On that note, I'd like to turn it over to Ms. Deborah Jones from United Healthcare Community Plan. And Ms. Deborah, you are on mute. You'll have to dial star six. Got it. <laughs> Good morning, you. everyone. Uh, welcome to our National Health Center Week celebration. I do appreciate uh, Family Strong Foundation and Dr. Brooks allowing United Healthcare to partner with them on uh, this celebratory week. Uh, usually we're out in the community doing National Health Center Week and all the centers are doing health fairs and outreach to the homeless and I get to enjoy uh, just seeing how productive and, and just how important they are to their communities. But, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and we did not want to encroach upon their already packed schedules of trying to um, meet with patients in the middle of, of this situation. And so we have resorted to, as you know, a lot of virtual events. So I'm so glad that we're able to at least touch bases with all the health centers that we work with. We send out invitations, and I hope there are other health centers uh, from across the state who have joined us this morning. And we just at United Healthcare want to let you know that we appreciate you, we, uh, and we just want to let you know you're doing a fantastic job and that this is a tough time for all of us but we can get through this together. This week is a, a national celebration of all the health centers, and I'm not going to give you all the information. I'm going to let our first speaker, uh, Ms. Dodie Lamont, she's going to give you information about what is a, 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 a federally qualified health center and what they do in your community. So wherever you are, there's a federally federal, uh, qualified health center there to help you and assist you. Uh, they're called FQHCs for short, so just look out and you'll be able to find them. This uh, year's theme is lighting the way for healthier communities today and in the future. So I'm going to um, stop right here so Ms. Lamont can give you the, the, four, the nine, what is the 411 on what uh, National Health Center Week is and what our uh, health centers across the country and in this state are doing. Uh, Chanda, do you want me to do the introduction? Yeah, you can go ahead and do the introduction, and that way I can keep my mute on. I appreciate you. Okay. So I'm going to introduce Ms. Lamott. So Ms. Dodie Lamott is the CEO of Southwest Louisiana Primary Healthcare Center, Incorporated, which includes the following locations. Southwest Louisiana Primary Healthcare Center 
and All Kids Pediatrics of Opelousas, Northside Community Health Center in Ville Platte, Evangeline Family Medicine in Ville Platte, and two school-based clinics located in Sunset and LeBeau, respectively, where she has been employed for 27 years. She is directly responsible for the overall management of all sites. Ms. Lamont has a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, a Master's Degree in Health Services Administration, and a Master's in Business Administration with 35 years of practical experience in management and healthcare. Ms. Lamont is actively involved in St. Landry Parish and the surrounding communities of which our FQHCs are a part of, the Rotary Club, Chambers of Commerce, Opelousas General Think Tank, Children and Youth Board, TASA of St. Landry, the St. Landry Paris Reentry Coalition, and she is also a member, my soror, of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. So I want to present to you Ms. Dolly Lamont, and I appreciate you taking the time out of your, as I can tell, very busy schedule to be with us today. Thank you. So, Ms. Lamont, you're probably going to have to do a star six to unmute yourself. Yes, I just did. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, and happy Wednesday to everyone. I'm going to say thank you, uh, Dr. Brooks, for uh, having me on this call, as well as thank you, Deborah, my dear, uh, with United Healthcare System for uh, the warm introduction and certainly the opportunity to speak on behalf of community health centers, uh, as well as on behalf of National Health Center Week. So it is with great pleasure and honor to speak of the 55 years of health centers, which is known as the Federally Qualified Health, health Centers, FQHC. This year, the theme of the celebration, as Ms. Deborah indicated, is light the way for healthier communities today and in the future. So as we look back in the history and purpose of National Health Center Week, our FQACs pride themselves on healthy living, healthy lifestyle, while delivering affordable, accessible, value-based primary health to millions of people. It is that time of the year now, August, generally when we celebrate um, National Community Health Center. At this time, we remind our communities, our partners, and leaders from both local, state, and national who we are, what we do for those in our service areas across the country. We seek at this point in time to get everyone's undivided attention. So the theme is so well-fitting for the season we are in, which is COVID-19. Many health centers have stepped up. They are um, definitely heroes, first responders, and frontline healthcare workers doing creative things by building testing sites, uh, uh, mobile testing is being done, changing their workflows just to ensure communities have access to testing, as well as working extremely hard to identify supplies and appropriate PPEs um, 
as well as working collectively with our primary care association, which is located in Baton Rouge, and um, they have been extremely uh, helpful in helping us identify much-needed supplies uh, so that we can pull through this pandemic that we are currently in. No one has to tell community health centers what to do. We are uh, mission-driven. We uh, saw that there was a crisis and we saw that there was a pandemic. And what did we do as community health centers across the country? We just quickly moved into gear because we are, again, as I indicated, mission-driven. So many of the community health centers are in various parts of the country, and in each one of our areas, we seek to uh, look for agencies to work collectively with, to build strong partnerships within our communities to collaborate with agencies with like mind and interest. Uh, working with the hospitals and working with other agencies is our, our goal um, in every community that we serve. <clears throat> FQACs used to be what we would call the best kept secret, but today we are no longer a secret. The secret is out and we have proven uh, what we can do in our area. We have a proven track, track record, excuse me, all over the world. Statistically, there are 1,400 community health centers across the country. We served 28 million people in 2019. Those are our statistics. Health centers are meeting the needs. With recently data from HRSA response for COVID-19, highlighted that we have actually tested over a million center patients. So that is remarkable. So I, I encourage you to find a community health center in your area so that you can have some time with them so you can learn more about them and they can provide this exceptional service to you, uh, which is uh, most, most centers provide uh, medical, dental, behavior health services, uh, pharmacy services, uh, they also, many of them uh, also provide OB services. So we have a host of services that we are actually providing across the country for Community Health Center. But more importantly, as we celebrate National Community Health Center, I would like to congratulate all of the community health centers, uh, particularly in Louisiana, for all the hard work that they are doing this week as we celebrate Community Health Center. We celebrate in the community uh, health centers by doing various activities, having various events. Many events that we are having are virtual events, but we are still doing many things just to be able to get the attention of our community and to let them know that we are still there, we are there for them, and we will be there for them. I'll just share a little bit of what our outline is for, have been, and for this week as we celebrate National Community Health Center. On Monday, we actually did testing in Vilplat, which is one of our um, uh, service area. We did COVID testing there. On Tuesday, we, did, we had an agriculture work health day, which it allowed us to do a virtual tour of our agriculture garden and question and answer session with uh, a couple of folks. And on today, which is Wednesday, we are actually hosting a Zoom educational learning session for our patients combating depression during COVID. That is being hosted by our Dr. Ashley Doucette and Tamara Spears. And that will also be 
uh, today as well. On tomorrow, which is Thursday, we will have a Stakeholders Appreciation Day. We're having a very small open house social distancing practice, uh, virtual tour of the clinic provided at our Southwest campus, and we will have that posted on our Facebook page. On Friday, we want to step out and we want to celebrate and applaud our health center staff. And by doing this, we will be providing them with gifts and little tokens just to let them know how awesome they have been and what an exceptional job they have done throughout this pandemic particularly. So we want to honor our staff and show them our appreciation. On Saturday, there will be a Children's Health Day, which is COVID-19 tests for children and parents will be held at our All Kids Pediatric site um, in Opelousas, and we will be providing free giveaways as well for those that are in attendance. So with that being said, community health centers are alive. We are well. We are uh, stable. We would like you to uh, consider a community health center in your area and always know that community health centers stand to, to care for their people and the people that we service in our community. Thank you, and I appreciate you having given me this opportunity to present. Thank you very much. Over a million tests administered nationwide. That is fantastic. Thank you so much for that for that information. And folks, don't sleep on our federally qualified health centers. Ms. Deborah? I'm here. So do you yes. want to go ahead and Would open it up for any questions to her, for her? Oh, yes. yes and then we'll, I'll do a little shout out. All right, thank you. I'm, I'm sleeping on the job here. Do we have any questions? Uh, for Ms. Lamott, you will have to dial star six if you have a question. A Hello. 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 Hi, my name is Chantel. I was calling to um, ask how can I apply for that voucher? I will send out, we will be sending out a link. The application is online. We'll be sending out a link by Friday, and you'll just click on the link, fill out the question, uh, the, the, fill out the little short application, and then we'll be mailing them out. Please make sure for question number nine, when that asks, do you have a need, please make sure to answer yes, and we'll be mailing them out. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Do we have any this other questions? Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Dr. Brooks. This is Samantha with Community Health Ways. Can uh, Ms. Lamont repeat the All Kids Pediatrics uh, Clinic information? Yes. Um, the All Kids Pediatric, we will have a COVID-19 test for children and parents. Uh, the All Kids Pediatric is located at 920 Main Street in Opelousa, and that will be this Saturday. What's the time? Why did you give it back to the you? Time. The timing should be they, 8 o'clock. It will start at 8 on Saturday because they're in the site on Saturday at 8. Okay, thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, yes. What is the age limit, age, age limit for the children? I'm, to, I'm sorry, to get tested? 
Yes, for Saturday. We test ev- yes, ma'am. We test everyone. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Ms. So Lamont, what, what I'm assuming is that y'all are, you, know, you are targeting children, but if anyone were to show up regardless of age, they would be able to receive a COVID test. Is that my understanding? Absolutely, absolutely. And we know that um, because it's a pediatric site, most parents are going to come, so most likely parents will want to get tested as well. So we will test them as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, All right. Ma'am. I see. Yes, go ahead. Good morning. I'd like to know where is some of the community health care centers located at in um, St. Landry Parish, like in Eunice? The the community health center in St. Landry Parish would be, okay, of course, the All Kids Pediatric Site, which is on 920 um, Main Street in Opelousas. The other main campus is, um, is on eight, is 8762 Highway 182, and that is Southwest Louisiana Primary Health Care Center in Opelousa. Okay, what is it? Eight, uh, eight, seven what? 8762 Highway 182. Highway, Highway 182, and, and what's the name of it? Southwest Louisiana Primary Health Care. And that's the only one uh, you have uh, in, in the St. Landry Parish? In St. Landry Parish, yes, ma'am. Okay. Do you have a phone number or do you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Can you get the phone number? Okay. 337-942-2005. Okay. Now, um, do you have anything in the Baton Rouge area? The reason I'm asking is because I was employed, but I lost my um, employment and I lost my health care insurance. And I have a child that I had on insurance with me. And right now we don't have any insurance. So, and, yes. and I have a lot of medical problems going on. So I really need to get in one of these health cares to get service. And he's out of his medication and he needs it. And, but he lives in the Baton Rouge area. Do you have anything in the Baton Rouge area where he yes, could go? There sev- yes, there are several uh, health centers in the Baton Rouge area. There's uh, one in San Gabriel. There's one in Baton Rouge. Um, there's, um, there's several, two in Baton Rouge that I can think of right off. And then there's also in, in the Zachary area. So there are community health centers um, in that area as well. Um, I'm not sure the ones in, ba- in uh, the Baton Rouge area and the phone number? Uh, the Mr. Wait, Baton uh, excuse me, one second. Wait, wait, let me intervene yes, because okay. I, I, the phone number for the young lady for the young lady speaking says Deborah Fontenot. Is that correct, Ms. Fontenot? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Ms. Fontenot, you, you, need some, uh, you need to talk with someone who can help you through. I've heard a lot of issues. And we, you need to speak with someone. So if you don't mind, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give your phone number to Miss Deborah Jones, and she's going to have someone contact you. I think that, that Miss Deborah can handle that because it sounds like first and foremost you need to apply um, for one of the five Healthy Louisiana plans for you and your son so that you guys both can get on insurance. And then she needs to also help you see about getting medical services. And I think that that's bigger than the scope. Plus, there's 60 people on the call, and I don't want us to get too 
too personal with your okay. information, but we definitely want to right. give you your help. So if you if you don't mind, I'm going to give this phone number that you're calling from to Miss Deborah Jones, and she's going to route it to whomever can help assist you further. And then that way they can give you all the numbers for Baton Rouge and stuff like that, um, simply be, for the sake of making sure that everyone gets their information taken care of. How does that sound, Miss Deborah? That sounds wonderful. That sounds Great. Good. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you called and just give Perfect. me the contact information, sure. and then I'll give it those. You can also I, um, look for the health centers. Uh, Ms. Lamont, do you know what the website is for the health centers where you can go and look nationwide and then pick locations in your area? Right. There's uh, The website for that is www.nachc.org or she can go to www.bphc.gov, yes. But I, I do believe that the www.nachc.org will direct her, um, as well as if maybe, I'm not sure if Ms. Geralda's on the line because she may be able to give some information locally on, you know, that's our association, um, she can go to our LPCA for Louisiana, which is www.lpca.net. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, lpca.org. And she will be on the line in a few okay. minutes. So we'll make sure that – but that's, there is a, a database that you can go and search in your area. But still, that's correct. Shonda, Dr. Brooks, just send me the information. I'll make sure she has a, a, gets in contact with one of the centers that is closest to them. Definitely. So thank you, Ms. Deborah. I see that Ms. Okay. Sylvia uh, had unmuted herself. I didn't know if she had a question or a comment. Um, and I'm Actually, I was going to suggest to her, hi, I'm Sylvia Gordon from Southeast Community Health Center, and we're located in Zachary. But I was going to suggest right. the same thing as you. It seemed like she may need some other services just for, uh, um, as well as a medical, a medical home. So I was going to suggest the same thing that you did, Dr. Um, uh, Brooks, um, that she get in um, contact some. Deborah can get her to one of the, um, maybe um, one of the health centers, and they can assist her in getting me uh, some medical coverage as well. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Ms. Sylvia. Let me tell you all something. I am not necessarily a religious person, but I'm definitely a spiritual person, and Listen, God gives you what you need when you need it. I think that this was Ms. Deborah Fontenot's first time calling in. It's definitely my first time being so familiar with her name, and hopefully we're going to be able to, not hopefully, this call is going to connect her with the services that she needs. And so I'm so thankful that, I, that God is using me to be able to help folks. It makes all of it worth it, even though everybody here is rolling their eyes at mom. It makes it all worth it, and they know they know what mom does um, for them. Thank y'all so much. I see that Miss Miss Judy, Miss Judy has yes. unmuted herself. Do you have a question, Miss Judy? I have a statement. I want to say to God be the glory because that was so on point. Everything was greatly covered, and this is just a group of women and men on these calls that have been so inspiring and helping others. That's what God wants us to do. So. I thank God for all of you guys. So just be blessed and continue to do the work. Thank you very much, Miss Judy. Mm -hmm. 
Do we have any other? I don't see anyone else. Oh, Miss Janice. Janice Charles, I see you're unmute. Do you have a question? And I'm saying Janice Charles. That's what my phone says. Phone number ending in 5672. No, okay. but can, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. I, I'm Geralda Davis. Um, I was able to call in a little bit early um, just to know, let you know that I am on the call. We appreciate you. I think that we were kind of holding holding for you, but also taking housekeeping. Thank you very much. Are there any other questions before we uh, uh, introduce Ms. Geralda Davis? Are there any other questions? And, again, you have to ask, you will have to press star six. I will unmute everyone in, in a second, but first I want to make sure that anybody who is able to unmute and ask or make a comment can do that. So star six. All right, then I'm going to ask you to just be mindful of your background. I'm going to turn mute off just because somebody brought it to my attention that they had been desperately trying to ask a question but could never get unmuted. So I will turn mute off. If you have a question, kind of speak up, and I can kind of grab you and mute everyone else. This is really a technical feat behind the scenes, catching callers. Oh, but we do have someone. No, okay. All right, I'm going to turn mute off. Do we have any more questions for Ms. Doherty? Hmm. All right. I'm going to put you back on. Oh. Again, thanks, Ms. Doherty Lamont, uh, the CEO of Southwest Primary and all of the other uh, hats that she's wearing. That's a huge uh, feat to manage all of those. And we want to thank you so much for taking out of your extremely hectic schedule to join us today. Thank you very much. Next, we will introduce, actually, if Ms. Deborah Jones, if you don't mind, if, if you could share that bio, just because okay. I think we're about to transition out of the vehicle, and I don't want to uh, interrupt. So I'm going to mute myself, and I'll let you introduce Ms. Davis. Okay, I got it. Good morning again. Okay, so I'm going to introduce uh, Ms. Gerelda Davis. Ms. Davis serves as the Executive Director of LPCA, which stands for Louisiana Primary Care Association. She leads the organization, its employees, and members in a unified goal toward ensuring that FQHCs remain viable providers of primary care services throughout Louisiana. Ms. Davis is steering the organization through several initiatives aimed at strengthening Louisiana's FQHC network. Under her leadership, the LPCA is embarking on a new and exciting phase of development and growth. Ms. Davis has previously worked for Louisiana state government for 22 years serving in numerous positions where she worked to identify and pursue opportunities for increased access and funding for primary care and rural health initiatives. She received her Bachelor of Arts degree in English literature from Louisiana State University and her Master's degree 
in business administration with a concentration in healthcare management from the University of Phoenix. So right now I present to you another very busy lady, and we appreciate her taking the time out to share what she wants us to know about our FQACs in Louisiana, Ms. Derelda Davis. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Can you hear me? I just want to make sure. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, thank you. And I wish I would have known that I was going um, after Ms. Lamott, who is, um, <laughs> I'm sure she's covered most everything. I love Ms. Lamont, and I know that she has been in the FQHC world for quite a long time, and I thank her for all that she does. So good morning to everyone, and thank you so much for inviting me to join your call. Let me first start off by telling you happy National Health Center Week. Uh, we're excited about this week. And as was mentioned, my name is Geralda Davis, and I proudly serve as the Executive Director of the Louisiana Primary Care Association. Since 1982, the Louisiana Primary Care Association has served as the trade association for Louisiana's network of federally qualified health centers, which most people refer to as community health centers. So before I share information about the work we do at LPCA. It's only fitting that I start by describing our community health centers and some of the fantastic work they do across our state. Louisiana's community health centers play a critical role in our state's healthcare system and essentially serve as Louisiana's healthcare safety net. These facilities provide primary care, oral and behavioral health services to many of Louisiana's most underserved and vulnerable populations. Our community health centers serve members of our community who rely on Medicaid and those who have no health insurance at all. They also serve our senior citizens on Medicare, veterans, homeless populations, our agricultural workers, and literally anyone and anyone else who walks through their doors. Health centers are focused on three things, high quality, accessible care, and affordability. Community health centers are focused not only on addressing health problems, but also on emphasizing the importance of wellness and preventive care. By educating patients, conducting outreach, promoting health literacy, and managing chronic conditions, our community health centers have been largely successful at improving the health and well-being of patients while keeping them out of the emergency room. Our community health center members are much more than just doctor's offices. These facilities also are invested in improving social determinants of health. We know that so much of our health and well-being depends on those outside of environmental factors. In fact, most of our members are involved in a variety of social services, like job assistance, transportation services, cooking, and fitness classes and support groups. One of the things that makes community health centers so special is that they are led by a patient majority board of directors. Board members are actually members of the community who use the services of the health center. This governance model ensures that board members are people who actually live and work in the community. They are very much a part of the community and know the needs of the people who live there. Our members are literally located all over the state of Louisiana in 55 of Louisiana's 64 parishes, although we serve patients from all 64 parishes. 
We currently have 39 organizations that collectively operate over 285 community health center sites across the state. Earlier this week, HRSA released, and that's the Health Resources and Services Administration of the federal government, released our latest patient numbers and statistics. In 2019, Louisiana's community health center served over 466,000 patients, including over 26,000 homeless individuals and 4,000 veterans. Among our patients served, 58.64% relied on Medicaid, 17% were uninsured, over almost 15% were private insurance, and 9% were Medicare patients. Now, as you can imagine, our community health center members are literally serving on the front lines of the coronavirus pandemic. Health centers across the state are conducting COVID-19 testing. Since March, they have conducted thousands of tests. They continue to relieve pressure on our hospitals who are being stretched thin. Rather than visit the overcrowded emergency room, patients are able to get the primary care and urgent care services they need from the safety of our community health centers. Over the past few months, our members have developed new and innovative ways to continue operating while keeping patients and employees safe. Telehealth technology and telephonic care have allowed providers to continue serving patients, especially those with suffering uh, with chronic health conditions and other medical needs that need constant attention. Our telehealth services, believe it or not, are booming. Over the past several months, telehealth services at our community health centers have gone up by over 75,000%. <laughs> now as the new school year approaches, many of our school-based clinics are working hand-in-hand -hand with superintendents and school districts to develop testing and screening protocols to ensure teachers, students, and staff members stay safe. Our Louisiana community health centers have absolutely stepped up to the plate. Like other healthcare workers, they don't have the luxury of working from home. They have literally been risking their health and safety to take care of our state's most vulnerable citizens. We're so proud of the work they have done to battle this deadly virus. Here at the Louisiana Primary Care Association, we work to ensure our members have all the tools and information they need to be successful. We currently have 19 staff members, and we focus on a number of different areas and needs, including technical assistance and training, community development, recruitment and retention, practice management, marketing and community outreach, data and analytics, clinical quality and performance improvement, and much, much more. We're also very involved in advocacy and governmental affairs. We work with local, state, and national policymakers to ensure our community health centers have the resources they need to continue serving patients. We have a lot of challenges in our state, but I can tell you that our community health centers are truly leading the way to a healthier Louisiana. In closing, I can tell you that we are lucky to work with dozens of partners across our state, including United Healthcare. For years, we have had a wonderful relationship with United Healthcare, and we appreciate your company's dedication to supporting our state's community health centers. Thank you so much for having me today. I encourage you to visit our website at www.lpca.net to learn more about us. As we celebrate National Health Center Week, I especially encourage you to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, as we'll be sharing exciting news and events all week from our members. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate you, again, like I said, for taking your time out of such a hectic schedule in such a hectic time. We appreciate you very much and all the work that you and your colleagues do to keep us safe. Thank you. Ms. Deborah, do you have anything you'd like to add before I go to questions? Um, no, I just, after she finishes, I'll add something. But we can go to her questions now. Okay. Let me. Do we have any questions for Ms. Davis? If you have a question, you will need to dial star six to unmute yourself. I do have a question. Uh, just for the benefit of every everyone, Miss Williams, can you uh, repeat the website again? And if you can, tell people how they can go on your website and look up a community health center in their area. Sure. Our website address is www.lpca.net. We have a listing of all community health centers in the state. Um, you can go under it. You look under About LPCA, which is a top ribbon. Um, and then you can click on the board of directors. It can, and when you click on that, it'll give you a listing of all of the board of directors for each of the clinic locations. And you click on that link, and you have all of the clinics that are listed there. And as I said, we're in 55 physical locations and 55 of the 64 parishes. But we serve patients from all parishes, and we even serve patients from out of state. Great. And I noticed on, on your website there is a tab, it's called For Patients. And if you yes. click For Patients and then find a health center, and then you can, I think you can put in your zip code or your address yes. where you are, and it will find something within a Correct. certain mile radius to select. So Correct. I'm that, glad you said that's gonna be I usually go to the board member list. <laughs> but most okay. people are going to go to that listing. And yes, you can do it for up to one, uh, as little as one mile from your address or up to 50 miles away from your address. And it'll give you all of the federally qualified health centers in the area. Okay. And I think if you do that search, people will be amazed at what's in your community you didn't even know about. Thank you. Thank you. That's an awesome tool to have at your fingertips. And most folks, if they have a, a phone that can go on Facebook or anything, then you have the ability to interact with that website so that you can find the health center nearest you. Thank you for that question. Are there any other questions? You will need to dial star six. And if you give me one second, I will take mute off of everyone. While I'm doing that, again, thank everyone, all of our speakers. Oh, we have a question, yes? Yeah. Hello? Hello. 
Hi, good morning, Shonda. Good morning, Ms. Brooks, and everyone that's spoken. And I want to say thank all of y'all for all the hard work that y'all are doing to help us, period. But there's one question that um, I would like to ask, and it's about the um, Southwest Primary Care. I was with them, and I loved them, and I was with them for so many years, but I had to, and that, I had to change when I went to um, an insurance that they didn't care, which was United Healthcare. But I was wondering, will there be one day where I can go back to my Southwest primary because I was with them for over 10 years, and I'm kind of sad that I am not with them anymore, although I have no complaints about the doctor where I'm at now, but I really was more comfortable where I was. So is it like one day that they will be able to take insurance from the elderly that's getting like Southwest um like United Care and, and other insurance that they can't take so we can go back to our primary doctors that we're used to? I, I see Ms. Doty has unmuted herself. Yes, I'd like to know which insurance that is, and, I, I can, and I'd like to, if someone can get me her name and I'd like to speak with her uh, to okay. look into that for her and see what it is, that, uh, which insurance she's carrying and what, what happened with that, because um, I, I, I wouldn't have an answer right now, but I'd like to follow up on that certainly for her. I really okay, would appreciate it. Ms. Sandra, I will send she got all my information. Yes, I will text Ms. Doty at the number that she called from Ms. Doty, if you don't mind. I will send you Ms. Cynthia's uh, phone number, her contact information. We appreciate you for helping her with that. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Cynthia, for that question. And see, that's what You're thank welcome. You. I'm going to go ahead and mute you. Um, and that's what I stress to the folks that we come into contact with is for them to learn how to be advocates for their own, especially their own health. So I appreciate Ms. Cynthia for asking that question because it sounds like that Ms. Doty is going to be able to, to, to kind of address the question once she has more of the specifics. So don't make assumptions. Ask those questions that need to be asked. There are no silly questions when you're trying to glean some information. So thank you, Ms. Cynthia, for asking that question. Thank you, Ms. Doty, for being able to address that question after the call. Please advocate for your own health. Ask the questions that need to be asked. Make sure that you're getting the services that need to be that you need to get. And if at any time you are having a problem with your provider and you're on one of the five Healthy Louisiana plans, through my work with the Family Strong Foundation, I did not realize how many resources your insurance company has your health insurance company has outside of just your physical and mental health. So please, if you have a question or comment outside of this call and you have your Healthy Louisiana card or any insurance card, please contact your insurance provider. They normally will be able to address your questions and concerns, but you guys have to be your own best advocates when it comes to your health. But the great thing about having the the health center is you have all of your resources in one location. And so I'm assuming that without knowing the inner workings, I'm assuming that if all of those agencies and all of your doctors are in this one location, they're able to communicate with one another to give you optimal health. 
So thank you for that question. Thank you, Ms. Doty, for being able to help her with that. Are there any other questions or comments, um, either for Ms. Davis or for Ms. Lamont, before I turn mute off? Ms. Francis. Yes. I would like to thank Dr. Shonda Brooks and all the members uh, for the information that is being provided, which is very much needed. And the thing, and the thing that I that I admire of each of you all speakers is the respect that you all have for each other. Thanks very much for the information. It's not a competition. All the folks on the line want to keep you healthy. All the insurance agents want to keep you healthy. It's not a competition. I think that they're all working together for your optimal health, and they all want you to have the best, best health that you can have. And sometimes that means you need to go see them or you need to have this insurance plan, but you didn't hear that from me. Do we have any other questions? I'm going to go ahead and mute Ms. Francis. Thank you for that, Ms. Francis. Do we have any other questions before I turn mute off? Star six, if you have a question. Okay, I'm going to unmute us all. Oh, wait, we have a question, yes. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Can I have um, Miss Lamont's telephone number? I want to ask a question. How about if I give Miss Lamont your telephone number? Good. The Thank number you. you're calling from three zero eight. And is this Miss Janice Charles? That's what it's saying here. And I tried to talk earlier, <laughs> and oh, I okay. couldn't. I'm, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you said that's all right. And I thank you for your patience. Mm-hmm. That's and all if, right. If we're all, like the last caller said, if we all are just patient and professional, we'll all get our our questions answered. So I will send Miss Lamont your contact information, Miss Janice. As thank, well you. As thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Do we have any other questions? Star. I try to be as patient and as mindful as possible. Please, if I overlook a question or you don't get your question answered, do not take that as a personal reflection. It's a a lot to make this work behind the scenes. That's why I try to turn mute off whenever I can. I only can correct things if I know that they're wrong. So I appreciate everyone who, after the call, they send me a little message and they let me know on something that I need to work on, except my jokes. I'm going to continue to run my jokes and play my music. I will take mute off in case we have any questions that aren't being able, folks aren't, can't get through. Mute off. Please be mindful of your background. Here we go. Are there any okay, questions? Okay, Shanda. Shanda, when Ms. Yes. Dodie called me, when Ms. Doty called me, um, uh, what, uh, she's going to call me on the number that I'm on now, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so she, I'm going to, because you know, red numbers I don't answer, so I won't, I'll know that. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, so thank you'll you be calling this. under your name, will, be, will show up, or will it just be Opelousas, Louisiana at the bottom? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. For the sake of Ms. Doty, please, for the next two days, just answer all the numbers that call so you don't make <laughs> <the next> call. 
it, okay, Miss Doty, Miss Doty, Miss Doty, if I answer and just go and it be silent for a while, just say, is this Cynthia? And I'll say, oh, yeah, this is me. Okay. <laughs> and I'm glad, I'm glad she said that. Let, let me mute y'all for one second because I want to address that. Oh, oh, it's okay. Listen, you, we all received lots of phone calls from a bunch of different numbers. And I know mm-hmm. that our first inclination is not to answer those. And I'm going to mute it because this is important. Mute all. I know that we, 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 we're all getting those calls, especially now that the pandemic. But you would, I would hate, this happened to me. I was getting a phone call from a strange number, and they called so often that I finally answered. It was somebody calling from Arkansas. You remember a couple of weeks ago my father was in the hospital. It was somebody calling from Arkansas to let me know that my father was in the hospital. I'm an only child, and my mom has passed, so it's just he and I. Thank God I answered the call. Let me tell you how you should handle this, especially now that you know you're going to be getting a, a phone call from a number that you won't recognize. You should answer the call and don't say anything. Just answer the call. Allow the caller to speak first. If they ask you a question, please do not respond yes. If you don't recognize, so if they ask you, this is Ms. Cynthia, you can say, this is Ms. Cynthia. Do not say yes, this is Ms. Cynthia. I know that some of you are concerned with scams where they are wanting to capture your yes and no and use that, which is why most people don't answer the phone. I answer every call, and I've got several numbers. What I do is I don't even say hello. I just answer the call. Nine times out of ten, it's an automated system, and when I don't speak, the automated system will automatically disconnect. Occasionally, there will be somebody on the line who's waiting for me to speak, so I will answer in Spanish or French. So I can say, hola, and then let them speak, and then they'll say, is this Shonda Brooks? And I say, this is Shonda Brooks. I don't say yes or no. And in that way, you can avoid if you're worried about any scams. But please think twice about answering. Now, if you get a phone call that's all zeros, don't answer that. If you get a phone call that's a star and some other numbers, don't answer that. But if you're just getting a phone call from a 337 or a random number, you never know who's trying to contact you. So answering the phone and not saying anything as long as it's not all zeros or a star number, it cannot impact you. If you answer the phone and remain silent, if it's an automated call, I promise they will disconnect. And remember, I'm the tech diva, so when it comes to this, this these are things that I've researched so that I can give you guys the best information. But please be cautious about not answering numbers you don't recognize. You never know when somebody is trying to contact you and they're using a different phone number. But like I said, when they call you, don't, you don't need to say anything. Just pick up the phone. If it's Miss Doty, she's going to say, hello, is this Miss Cynthia? And then Miss Cynthia is going to say, this is Miss Cynthia. This is Miss Janice. And then you're going to continue your conversations like that. So thank you all very much. I'm glad that Miss Cynthia said that. And when we're candid, it allows us to get so much more information. So thank you, Miss Cynthia, because you're not the only one that doesn't answer strange numbers, especially now that we get four or five or six a day. Answering the phone is not the scam unless it's all zeros or a star 39 or something that's not a phone number. That is a potential scam that could cost you if you answer those all zeros. 
other than that, answering a, a, a telemarketer or something is not going to put you in jeopardy of being scammed unless you give them information. You should never give information to someone who, didn't, who you didn't call. So the Social Security Administration has been calling me. My Social Security number has been compromised, and they've been coming to pick me up for about a year. Well, first and foremost, Social Security Administration is never going to call me. They oversee 330 million Americans. They don't have time to call. They're going to send me a letter. But if there's a Social Security Administration, why would I need to give them my Social Security number? Why would I need to give them my address? You called me. You know me better than I know me. So use those. And I also put up some uh, resources on our website. Thank you for that. I am going to unmute Ms. Deborah. And I'm sorry that I went okay. off on a tangent, but that's very important because I don't want people missing important phone calls because of their leeriness of being scammed. So I'm sorry that I went off on a tangent, but it was a needed tangent. No problem. I learned something new myself, so thanks for the information. Uh, before we end the call, I would like to get a shout-out from any um, community health centers that are, can represent on who are on the call I just want to know who's here. So if at least uh, one person from um, a community health center that's represented across the state would just uh, star six and give us your name and the name of the, the health center that you represent. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, my name is Ariana Smith, and I am with RKM Primary Care, and we have 11 locations across the state. So there is our shout-out. Great. Thank you. And again, good morning. I'm Sylvia Gordon with Southeast Community Health Systems. I'm on the North Shore, located in Albany, but we have clinics um, mostly in the North Shore as well as we have one in um, East Feliciana um, in Zachary. Thank you. And just again, I'll shout out for Southwest Louisiana Primary Health Care Center, Doty Lamont. Thank you. Shout out to all of the uh, national health uh, health centers. We appreciate you and the work you do to strengthen our communities by keeping us healthy. Thank you very much. <laughs>